0: This Singles Going Steady, the podcast dedicated to exploring great singles with a particular eye to the punk, new wave, and DIY eras of the last century. I'm Steve McGowan.
1: And I'm Adrian Madoc. And today we have a special um, podcast um, where we're going to be remembering uh, Pete Shelley of the Buzzcocks, who uh, sadly left us uh, in December 6th of 2018 and uh, somebody certainly very meaningful um, figure uh, to, to here at the podcast and to us and, and the beef people and to us individually
0: yes we uh, obviously we named our podcast after a Buzzcocks record Singles Going Steady and he was a gigantic inspiration to both Adrian and I and the music that uh, he wrote and recorded mostly with the Buzzcocks but some of his solo work is what we're going to discuss today, and uh, some of the reasons why um, we will miss him so much. So um, let's get started. Uh, we had already talked about uh, the very first Buzzcocks release in our very first episode, 001. We talked about Spiral Scratch, and when Pete, when um, Peter was with Howard Devoto, um, the kind of golden period of the Buzzcocks was the next three records after Devoto left to form Magazine. And uh we're each gonna talk about a single. And uh the one that uh I think Adrian wants to discuss is
1: um, I was gonna <laughs> talk about yours. Uh, <laughs> "Love You More, I believe, is the one I selected. Um and the reason I'm having trouble is because they're all wonderful and yes. you really can't go wrong. Uh but I selected L- Love You More and Noise and Noise because they were both Shelley pinned um Both sides were were, uh, written by Pete. Right. And um, there's not a bad Buzzcocks record, but this is certainly um, extremely high quality um, songs on both sides.
0: Yeah. Why don't we go ahead and uh, listen to Love You More right now, Okay. Yes. Um, Pete Shelley, the Buzzcocks, and I Love You More from 1978.
2: Show
1: Part of the genius of the lyrics there are, um, you know, they're very, they're directed at the object. Yes. And um, that object is never identified by gender. And um, you can certainly see yourself um, easily stepping into the shoes of of the singer. Right. Um, You know, it's a a universal song for anyone, anyone who ever had feelings for anyone. Right. It doesn't,
0: it's not a, you know it's you I love you it's not I love her or I love him or is pretty or you know, yeah I love it or whatever yeah it's you it's it's, it's very universal and this is something that, that Pete Shelley was extremely good at and it, uh, to me that makes his songs even more um interesting and timeless and it's just a great hook in this song too i mean it's just it just buzzes along to to use the 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 uh, Band name and uh, those kind of uh, football terrace vocals, AO, AO, AO. Uh, it's just, it's infectious, sticks in your head, typical Buzzcocks, um, just just amazing single.
1: Yeah, and what, you know, we, yeah, one of the sort of byproducts of someone's passing is you get a lot of reflections about <laughs> what an artist meant to people. And I think a right. lot of folks talked about. Shelley really being meaningful to them in their teens. But I think I mean, how jaded do you have to be where you would relegate a song like this to, you know, oh that's that that's a yeah, teen it's feeling just a teen, that's yeah. that's something um because it seems to me that the the lyrics are so um universal pure, yeah pure and universal yeah. and timeless. And not just timeless in that it's art that will last, but that I mean I think that it speaks across yeah. your own ages and I was kind of sad to see people thinking that you know they put away buzzcocks in right. their mind is something of their youth and it's it's you know something that spoke to them at one time in their life yeah. Cause, um, I, it seems to me that, yeah, that it, it
0: still speaks to me yeah, every I'm, day you know, Yeah, <laughs> you know. and,
1: and um, you know I would hope that if um, folks listening to the podcast have not given um, uh, listened to the buzzcocks before this is a great place to start
0: yes absolutely now this uh, single which was a standalone single was not on any of the official releases. it was released on the singles going steady compilation. Um, it has a really interesting cover,
1: yeah, and um you know this was one of those uh, coming out of uh, Manchester School of Art you mm-hmm. know sort of background with Malcolm Garrett, and you know just not telling you sort of. What Garrett says about the mm-hmm. sleeve, but what it means to me, I, you know, it's it's very much got a Valentine right. um, um, color theme. It's it, pink.
0: <laughs> it's pink,
1: almost pepto-bismol pink. Maybe it's a little nicer than that. Yeah. with with um, purple and, and some red. You know, so Valentine color co- colors for this, you know, love sleeve. Mm-hmm. But um, you yeah, know, I'm, I'm lavender. It's really interesting. <laughs> lavender has a, a very uh, Rich meaning with uh, with sort of sexual identity rebels, yes, and that's certainly part of of who Pete was in a very public uh, way, um, right? You know, going back to the Buzzcocks, and we're going to talk a little bit about his solo work mm-hmm. as well. But he was um, absolutely uh, unabashedly open about mm-hmm. um, about his his bisexuality, yes, and, and, and at a time
0: when it was not it was not. As free and open as it is now,
1: and, and he certainly, you know, just did not pull punches in a way right. that that few people. I mean, it's sort of I was going to say few people now, but I mean, you know, it's kind of mm-hmm. um, it's certainly more acceptable that the civil rights movement right. in, in it for um, you know sort of acceptance for. Um, you know, across the board on on uh, folks of differing gender identities and mm-hmm. sexual identities, sexual orientation. That certainly is a very different world in um, in 2018 than it was in um, 1978, 1977. Um, and but I, that brings me back to um, to uh, the the lavender on this,
3: right? And
1: <laughs> <laughs> that the lavender it has often um, been identified as sort of like the the, the uh, rejection of gender norms. Um, you know, you had pink. Mm-hmm. Well, pink originally was identified with boys. Uh-huh. Um, but, you know, pink with one gender and blue for another. And sort of like in, in the last century, pink sort of, got right. attached to women pink uh, turned pink to girls. blue <laughs> yeah, yeah, it, yeah it did pink did turn to blue um and uh you know blue for blues for boys and pink is for girls and lavender is for everyone else <laughs> so when i was looking at the sleeve and, and thinking about that and i was like you know lavender i don't know that that was intended um that was something that that i sort of picked up as a color theory on a Very interesting walking tour of the Castro in San Francisco, and um, you know, by, by a very nice woman named Trevor. Mm -hmm. And uh, uh, you may have be familiar with her if you've seen any of um, Michael Palin's tours. You know, I know he's done pole to pole, and uh, he he took the tour uh, and and filmed it. So Mm -hmm. if you watch PBS and Palin, you may have seen her. Michael
0: Palin from Monty Python, yeah. Mm -hmm. But for
1: her, you know, lavender as a badge of difference, as a -hmm. rejection of sort of the um, the the polar gender identities and and sexual neither A nor B. Yeah, (laughs) that that there's another option, and you can opt out of that sort of binary restriction.
0: And the cool thing about the cover, too, is it's like a top view of basically like cubicles that look like... A maze. Like a rat a rat in a maze. Yes, yeah. So, so
1: yeah, so you put lavender in there as yeah. well. You're breaking out of the maze. Yeah, the you know?
0: the maze of love. So. so that
1: that's my personal interpretation <laughs> for my sophomore art history paper that, there you that, go. that there never you go. is written.
0: All right. So lots unpacked there with this one single, Pete Shelley, Love You More. And the B side is just a great uh it's just a great song and it's it's called noise and noise pretty girls pretty boys have you ever heard your mother scream noise and noise
1: yeah and you know certainly he's not hiding <laughs> his audience that hey pretty girls pretty boys
0: <laughs> but but you know just to get to the band part of that is uh who hasn't ever been in a band and uh been rehearsing and Somebody yell at them and say, you know,
1: that turn that noise down. <laughs> your, your noise is <laughs> yes. annoying.
0: We did that for quite a, quite a few years in the beef people.
1: Um, oh, and it, you know, the song, it, you know, has got the precision, the stop and go, mm-hmm. and and, yeah. and 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 certainly
0: the, the really weird kind of uh, can like intro where yeah. it, it starts and it almost stops.
1: It's musically mm-hmm. very <laughs> g- complex. Mm-hmm.
0: Well, let's listen to it. Um, Let's listen to The B-Side, Noise and Noise, 1978, The B-Side of Love You More. This is The Buzzcocks, written by Peter Shelley.
2: Go.
1: that in your teen years i mean you've got to carry that with you if you're not willing to make noise that annoys now you know i have no use for you that's
0: right our noise is more annoying than ever
1: (laughs) it has to be noisier too
0: yeah just just brilliant just fun um great hook love to listen to it you know it just it just makes you smile when you when you listen to this these uh so he's He's got so many songs that are very serious, and he's got so many songs that are just fun, you know, like Why Can't I Touch It? Or
1: There's always you know. a heart of cleverness yes. and, and a turn of phrase. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, one of the things that I read on Twitter, because I follow um, um, Malcolm Garrett, is he wrote... That um,
0: Malcolm Garrett, the sleeve designer. The sleeve designer,
1: mm-hmm. right? He did all those great um, right. Buzzcock sleeves. And, and they are great. And, and they are uh,
0: great. He's mm-hmm.
1: a very well known designer. Um, Rio, the, um, the sleeve for um, Duran Duran? Yeah. yeah. So, mm-hmm. uh, you know, so I was sort of a pace setter for, um, you know, great design in the 80s. But he wrote about Shelley that his writing was concise yet emotive, no words wasted. <laughs> Ever, and right. that's just summing it up. And he called them um, the PG Woodhouse of Punk, which oh, I love. Wow, that. that's and, great! You know, and I think that captures the carefulness with language and being thoroughly imbued with uh, a, sort of that acerbic humorous view of life mm-hmm. and and um, you know that that droll uh, observation of human, yeah, you kind know, of yourself br- and others. That
0: kind of British, yes, view, yes. Mm-hmm. So shall we go to our next single? Let's
3: do
0: it. Uh, This is the one that I picked. It's uh, uh, from 1979, uh, the third record. It was on the third record called A Different Kind of Tension. At this point, they were uh, quoting Burroughs. And um, the song that I picked is uh, called You Say You Don't Love Me. Uh, It's a very mature song. Uh, we had talked a little bit about in in our our intro podcast, where uh, our get to know us po- podcast about the effect of the buscocks on me personally, uh, having heard them when I was young before I was really even playing the guitar, and being such a big Beatles fan, I was able to put you know two and two together. Beatles sped up equals. Buzzcocks. <laughs> and so, you know, the light went off in my head. And when I heard this this record and this song in particular, I was very inspired. Um I, I have to say that this is this is one of the main songs that made me want to start a band. Um I was I heard this song and the lyrics just completely blew me away. Um and the tune is amazing. And I immediately wanted to, to write songs like this, you know. I, I was a fan of Elvis Costello but he was he was basically on another planet. I didn't think I could ever write songs like him, but Buzzcocks I thought I could approach. So they were a huge influence, you know, uh, as far as um, me wanting to, to to become a musician and to write songs and this song in particular, it's got such a universal theme. Um, so let's go ahead and listen to it, okay? All right. Uh, from a different kind of tension, uh, it's You Say You Don't Love Me, Peter Shelley and the Buscocks, 1979.
2: You say you don't love
0: You say you don't love me and i was talking about how influential this band and this song was on on myself and on the beef people um another thing is the Buzzcocks themselves were very much movers and shakers in the so-called punk scene um they went to london very early on devoto and Shelley, and they saw the sex pistols in 1976 And they arranged for the Sex Pistols to come and play in Manchester, where they're from, in the north of England. Um, And they were going to open for them, but they didn't quite have their band together yet. (laughs) So the the Buzzcocks didn't get to open. But that was the legendary free trade hall gig uh, where everybody who became – a band in Manchester was at. There was only supposedly forty or fifty people at the Sex Pistols show, but the guys from uh, Joy Division were there. The Buzzcocks, Magazine, The Fall, um, all the Factory Records people, um, and they organized it. This is something that Adrian and I can certainly. Um,
1: yeah, on our, on our scale, <laughs> right, right, because
0: we were we we did very much the same thing. What well, we were booking bands, organizing shows. Um, you know, what one thing I read with Shelley was he, when he talked about punk music, he thought of it as music of action, it, not so much art or so much um
1: entertainers. Yeah. He said, you know, right. he, he could appreciate what entertainers right. do, but that's not what he is. He, exactly, you know, his he was about action and right. doing.
0: He didn't think he was like a guy up on the stage, you know, with a clown nose on, singing his little songs. He, punk is music of action you you do you go and do something you get it done you put on a show you write write a record Play.
1: And, and I think it's about belief and, and, and integrity, mm-hmm. right? You know that, that this is me, and mm-hmm. this is this is what this is right. what I think and how I feel, and, right. and this is important to me, right? And, as know. far
0: as instead of me just slipping on a banana peel and making here's laugh. That, you know, here's right. a
1: little little something fun for the punters, right?
0: Exactly, exactly. So I was reading an article um, my friend Fitz sent me about that um, Manchester Free Trade Hall gig. And it was very funny because it said that all the the guys and 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 girls in the bands that were to come were watching the Sex Pistols, and that particularly Mancunian thing of not just like I can do this, but. I can do this better. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, in many ways they did, you know, especially the Buzzcocks did. And, uh, oh, yeah. I, mean, you the, know.
1: The, the, I don't think anybody's comparing um, the Sex Pistols to mm-hmm. Woodhouse or any of right, the classics right. of, of English literature. Sure.
0: They definitely lit the fuse, and they, they have right. their place, you know. I mean, but they
1: were bomb throwers, too, right. as well. They lit yeah. the, flute, the right, fuse, right. and then they, they yeah. threw themselves.
0: Exactly, exactly. So, um, uh, music of action um to go back to you saying you don't love me again the um the gender it's yeah. a fl- it's a fluid gender song i mean it's it's, it's not a him or her song
1: Right. And, and again, you can you can place yourself in there. And, mm-hmm. and, and, you know, it's got the, you know, the heartbreaking arc, you mm-hmm. know, <laughs> but right. maybe you'll love me. Right. Okay, I really realize what's going on. Yeah, right. and It's OK. But, you know, you know,
0: I mean, everybody's been there. You know, I mean, this is a, a everybody's had unrequited love and or, or love that doesn't work. And, you know, this is just such a universal Feeling,
1: you know. I, you know, I read. You know, that of course, with Pete's um, passing, there was mm-hmm. a lot written, uh, particularly about the lyrics and what the lyrics meant. And yes. evidently, this I we've seen lots of interpretations right. about what this meant. But th- this was actually somebody he partnered with for seven years. Mm-hmm. Um, his first serious. Um, <laughs> Uh, boyfriend right? And, and that they were together for seven years so mm-hmm. I guess that has a happy ending mm-hmm. uh, or I don't know maybe they never loved each other never, <laughs> it was never required, but uh, you
0: know it's hard to tell but it's a great song that's you know it's, it's just a great timeless song and um, should I talk about my theory about the gender fluid song? Yeah, I summaries? think so I yeah. think it's
1: an interesting one
0: um, we were discussing you know earlier about uh, his uh bisexuality or whatever you know you love whoever you love that's fine it's 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 not an issue for me when I listen to songs but the the way that a lot of these songwriters that I really really like um Grant Hart Bob Mould um Morrissey Shelley Shelley since they write these songs without the 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 specific pronouns to me, it, they're more universal. They, they they make they make a for a better song. I think and, it, they it, it, may know. have
1: started in in right in, in, uh, in hiding. You know, in a right. sense, that, yeah, just trying you know, to that that you know um, mm-hmm. a little obfuscation by right, not, right. not by not being tied down to, yeah. to a particular you know. But it's good. It's good
0: sometimes not to spell everything out for people. But, you know,
1: well, it, everybody puts themselves in in the place. Right, right.
0: right. So that that's my little sort of theory that those, those, those writers I think are able to uh, convey emotions and, and ideas sometimes much clearer and more you know in a way that you can understand them better than, than you typical Moon June his her you know boy girl sort of things
1: well, probably the struggle you know how do, how do how do I write about these things right and, and mm-hmm. you know
0: makes you really think about it yeah more. And, mm-hmm. and
1: and the you know the purity of the feeling and and sort of you have got that added layer of right of um you don't always know mm-hmm. if the, if the object of your affection will return it exactly. i mean that's true, no matter what yeah your, no matter what is, right but, yeah you know even more so if you know yes. it, you know, as a young. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, gay person, you know, not knowing, you know, if, if your affection will be returned or, yeah. um, or, or reviled, you, reviled yeah. and, and, you know, in, in a, in a very, um, you know, imperiling way.
0: Yes. Yes. All right. So you say you don't love me again, just one of the, the, one of my top songs ever, um, the B-side is uh, called Raison d'etre. It's uh, on a different kind of tension. Um, again, another song that's pretty mature and <laughs> interesting. I'm, I'm not even sure I know what it's all about.
1: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what is the raison d'etre yes, of this song?
0: Exactly. So, uh, but it's a great song, and let's listen to it uh, right now. Peter Shelley, The Buzzcocks, Raison d'etre from 1979. raison d'etre one of the things I really like about this song is um, uh, the way it's um, structured Uh, Buzzcocks were never into the blues based kind of guitar figures you don't hear a lot of uh, Chuck Berry type stuff like you do with like the Sex Pistols Um, it has that riff that just repeats and grinds its way through all the way especially towards the end uh, it's very uh, like uh, it, it, Shelley was very influenced by Krautrock specifically the band Can and how they would um, use you know moving musical there'd, there'd be motifs moving across the same set of chords over and over and uh, that's how they did this one and, and the rhythm section the Buzzcocks' rhythm section is just second to none the drumming and the, the bass playing so he had a great band there's no doubt about that um we had talked about, you know, again, what a great influence they were to us, to our band, the Beef People. Um, we had done the song Boredom. From Yeah,
1: we, I think we played a clip in it, yes. it, it, it maybe in the, the first episode. Yes,
0: and uh, once, podcast. once we got uh, Ken, our keyboard player, to teach me some of the minor chords in uh you Say You Don't Love Me, we, uh, <laughs> we covered that. Uh, it was a little, little beyond my knowledge, but he, of course Ken figured it out. And uh, we're going to play you uh, a little bit of um, us doing, the beef people doing You Say You Don't Love Me. Um, lovingly recreated, <laughs> we hope. Uh, so here we, we are. meant with love. Yes, here's the beef people. Say You Don't Love Me. You
2: say you don't love me.
0: there we are doing our best Buzzcocks impression. Um,
1: a beefy buzz.
0: You know, we didn't cover a ton of Buzzcocks songs, but um, they were such an influence that they were, they were, you know, part of all the songs we wrote.
1: And I know you played several. In, yeah. In, in your post beef bands. N- yes,
0: indeed. Yeah. We did fiction romance and uh, a few other things. Um, so after the initial, Three records of the Buzzcocks. They they uh, they broke up for a while. And Pete Shelley started a solo project. And it was very interesting because it was very electronic.
1: Yeah. It was a very, very different uh, presentation. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, from sort of the, the straightforward punk DIY. Right. You know, let's put together a band to this mm-hmm. um, Three-piece white suit, electronic, <laughs> white
3: room—you
1: <laughs> know, a very uh, polished appearance in in many ways.
0: Yeah, he had actually studied computers in at university, as they say, and uh, had always been interested interested in electronic music. And uh, he had a, a pretty good hit in the UK with this song uh, called Homo Sapien.
1: And that was a hit despite the fact that it was banned by by the Beeb. The BBC (laughs) wouldn't play for its overt homosexual references.
0: So we're going to play it for you and uh, see if you can spot anything uh, that you don't like. (laughs) Because I think it's a great song.
3: (laughs) It is. (laughs) Yes,
0: it is. So here's uh, Pete Shelley, homo sapien, Um, uh, from the album of the same name, his, his solo work. Here we go. Okay, Pete Shelley, Homo Sapien. Um, I love the way he uses the electronic music and the acoustic guitar. You can definitely hear an acoustic in there. It kind of warms it up and makes it human. Um, it's definitely from 1981. This is a, a pioneering sort of sound. Yeah,
1: it's musically pioneering. Mm-hmm. It's lyrically pioneering. Mm-hmm. Yes, and, you know, and it's it's certainly in its sort of fearless. Mm-hmm. Um, openness.
0: Yes, again, <laughs> as we said before, and and it's a great song. It's just, it's yeah. catchy yeah. and kind of percolates along.
1: I remember, you know, I was in college at the mm-hmm. time, and you'd go to the club and you'd hear it. Yes, it was. Not that I was always was, in the club. I was usually see, <laughs> seeing live bands, but you know, in yes. the music, before the bands came on, you'd hear Homosaping. Yeah, S-A-B.
0: absolutely, absolutely. It was a big deal, and uh, we'll, we'll uh, put a link to the video for this, uh, which is uh, certainly of its time, and kind of doing like a early thomas dolby sort of thing almost yeah you know. yeah
1: and you know that that's we talked about the the sort of how electronic instruments and do-it-yourself electronics mm-hmm. was very much part of the british a punk diy mm-hmm. ethos yeah. in, in britain and i i think you know mm-hmm. certainly that's carried through here mm-hmm. you, you see it with Shelley, and um yeah, the, the sort of brazen, I mean, brazen makes it sound like it's obnoxious. But yeah, it's, it's, it's not
0: obnoxious it at all. It
1: is. It's you know, it's sort of open and and um, you know unabashed.
0: Yeah, it paves the way for like we were talking earlier, like the Smiths. Yeah,
1: yeah I mean, I don't think know. there would have been a Morrissey in the Smiths. Right. You know, I think that the people that were paying attention. Mm-hmm. To um to Shelley yeah, which was uh, their
0: local music, you know, from Manchester.
1: And seeing it's here, here's the local hero being himself. Right. That that certainly opens the doors for others to be themselves.
0: Right. Exactly. So. Well, this has been our show about Pete Shelley. It's not a numbered show. It's a special edition. Um. We're sad, but we have the music. And the music is just amazing. Uh, I just the other day I sat down and I listened to all three of those Buzzcocks records, the first three and the singles going steady, and it just brightened up my my night. Mm-hmm. I was just I was smiling and I was happy. Uh, I love this music so much. I love I love his writing. Uh, it's influenced me so much, and uh, he will be uh, very much missed
1: yeah yeah i i know the the day of i mm-hmm. couldn't listen to him no you know, it i, I like, couldn't either it just you know, mm-hmm. hurt my heart man. i know
0: but um a great artist uh somebody that's been a, a a huge inspiration to us not just with the music but with the 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 way he ran his career and his band and um
3: and, well,
1: you know, we started a podcast. Yes, for their, I know. <laughs> and, you know, the first episode was Excuse the Buzzcocks. Me. I mean, the, you know, it, yes. it wasn't family, but it felt like family.
0: Exactly. So, so um, Pete Shelley, we will miss you. And uh, anything else?
1: We, do you have any recommendations?
0: Yeah, we do have some recommendations. The, uh,
1: Person, place, thing, persons?
0: Mine is, um, I know that they were... Um, before I even get to that, I do recommend... If you don't have them, you get the first three Buzzcocks records, um, which is uh, Love Bites, another music in a different kitchen, and a different kind of tension. Uh, those are the first three. Um, obviously, Singles Going Steady is a must-have, um, so really four records. If you don't have any of those records, I would definitely recommend them. And I would recommend Pete Shelley's Homo Sapien record, his solo. XL1 is good, too, but Homo Sapien is probably the one to get.
1: Yeah, and there's, there's a bunch of interesting stuff about XL1 that we didn't mm-hmm. get into. Right, we'll link um, to it. Yeah, that yeah. we'll link to you yeah. um, on, on the website, mm-hmm. com.
0: Yep. And before any of this happened with Pete, um, they were planning on reissuing the first two Buzzcocks records on vinyl, on colored vinyl, um, with the deluxe packaging and booklets and everything, and we will link to that. Uh, those will be available.
1: I think they're coming out in January, yeah, so. or at least in the UK in January. Yeah, and so it's on Domino, I think.
0: Yeah, so that's that's definitely a must-have. Those are those are my recommendations. I've asked Santa. Yes, <laughs> Santa's a big Clash fan. I didn't know if you knew that. <laughs> <I know. laughs>
1: So, I'm hoping Rudolph you know, subverts yeah, it.
0: Yeah. What about uh, you, Adrian? Do you have some recommendations?
1: Well, my recommendation is going to be sort of related. Um, you know, for, for our younger listeners, um, <laughs> where 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 it might be hard to sort of contextualize how revolutionary um, Shelley's openness was, is to to sort of I've got a double time capsule. Um, which is there was a documentary in 1995 called um, "The Celluloid Closet," which was all about the the um, the veiled ways and sort of the the asides um, that Hollywood um, in, in its golden age how it acknowledged homosexuality and and bisexuality and and lesbianism. Um, it, it's a great movie. It's really fascinating and. and um, you know, it's sad and crushing, and and sort of subversive at the same time, and even from the vantage point of 1995. So you've got this thing made in 1995, right. which is all about sort of like the bad old days, mm-hmm. and you know, 2018. We're, you know, we're still uh, moving towards you know perfecting our relationship with each other right. as humans, but. Um, the, the The sort of civil rights movement um, around gender identity and, and sort of you know liberation um, when it comes to um, uh, sexual identity is just in such a drastically better place in 2018. Uh, than it was even in 1995, so that's that's something I really recommend that everybody you know give a look at if you haven't seen it before, and if you have, revisit it and sort of you know see how far things have come.
0: Okay, those are our recommendations. Um, this is our special on Pete Shelley and the Buzzcocks, and uh, we really appreciate you talking with us today. Uh, I'm Steve.
1: I'm Adrian. We'll miss you, Pete. Thank you so much.
0: Goodbye.
3: You say you don't love me well, That's alright with me Cause I'm in love with you Wouldn't want you doing things you Don't want to do well, You know I've always wanted you Be in love with me And it took I'm starting to undo Say it down. Say it down. Say it down. Love me. That's alright with me. Not in love with you. Just want us to do the things we both want to do. Though I've got this special.